Welcome to the Universal Laws with Christy Sturdivant, where we discuss energy in relation to the universal laws, human design, ancient mythology, and whatever else is going on in my life energetically. I'm your host, Christy Sturdivant, and you can find full show notes at www.christysturdivant.com. Thanks for joining me, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I want to take today as an opportunity to kind of give you the what I'll call stats on myself, which are um, my astrological signs, my human design type and definition and authority and profile and all that jazz so that you can kind of get an idea of where I'm coming from. I find that when I am listening to podcasts or watching YouTube videos or taking online courses, this really helps me in general just so that I can see where this person is coming from and see if I have anything that kind of connects us on an energetic level. It's helpful for me because that's kind of how I get my aha moments. So I wanted to give you a rundown of what my stats are so that you can see like, oh, hey, you know what? She's a generator. You know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to connect with her, but maybe I will. I am a Libra sun sign and a Sagittarius moon with a Cancer ascending, I believe. I don't know if that's the order they go in, but those are my astrological signs. Um, I know that my sun sign is really how I see myself. My moon is kind of how I am emotionally and kind of who I am as a person. And my ascendant sign is how others see me. So I don't know how often I can really truly relate to these specific signs. Um, I know as far as being a Libra, I do really enjoy having a nice calm atmosphere. I like to feel balance in my life. And I, you know, I do have a very strong sense of fairness and judgment, which is not always for the best because it has, you know, really caused some issues with me throughout my life, especially when it comes to authoritative figures. They're not my favorite. So yeah, um, I don't really connect with the Libra aspect of, oh, I love having a beautiful wardrobe or I love beautiful things or I really like looking at pretty pictures. That's not really an aspect of myself that I see in that particular sign. That's probably because I'm pretty cuspy. I do have um, a lot of Virgo in my chart. So I do really love a good to manifest list and some order in my life as well. So that's my Libra. As far as the Sagittarius moon, honestly, I don't really know a lot about the Sagittarius sign other than it's it's fiery, it happens in like November-ish <laughs> and 
I, I know that it's one it's a sign that really likes new experiences. And so that is something that I very much connect with. I always say that I'll try everything at least one time. And I think that I have really held true to that throughout my life. There are very few things that I will turn down, no matter how much they scare me, just because I want to have that experience. Let's see, cancer, ascending sign. I think that I do come off as a very personable person person and I do find myself in a lot of situations where people will just kind of randomly open up to me and give me their entire life story for no real reason um, which is fine I can really hold a lot of space for, for people but I'm not so sure if that's because of my ascendant sign maybe I just just come off as a nice person that you want to talk to and it could be very much that my human design shows that I I have a lot of defined centers and so I can hold a lot of space for people to unload their emotions and thoughts and perspectives and I don't really take those on myself I just kind of hold space for people so there are my astrological signs now um I do find astrology very interesting and very fascinating. I love the thought of it, but I will say that human design is where my heart lies. And so I, I will probably talk more about that than anything else. It's way more interesting for me because this human design shows how my energy or anyone's energy works at the optimal level. So there are all kinds of things that contribute to our life, our environment, how we were raised, you know, what kind of school we went to, what kind of activities we were put in, and then what kind of people we were, we were around and how we were conditioned. And all of that is inside of us. And through human design, I really feel that we can see how our energy is supposed to look and see the areas in our life where we are most conditioned and then we can start to move that energy around so that we can have optimal flow in our bodies so that we will then be able to have optimal flow with the universal laws. So human design is where my heart lies and I am maybe a little bit obsessed with finding out more about my personal human design energy and then as well as my my husband's and my two kids I find it fascinating how my oldest kids energy interacts with my energy and that's because this is his design and it's a very it's a very fascinating thing for me because it's endless (laughs) and I love having things that I can explore endlessly. So human design for me, that's where it's at. Here are my stats. I am a generator. If you're not really sure what that is, that really just means that I am a sacral being. I am here to respond to the world around me. And generators in general have a very 
feminine or yin, I, I like to say uncharged flow. Like we're here to just kind of wait around and then respond to the environment around us in a way that lights us up and satisfies us. And that is unfortunately not always what gets to happen with generators because we are often also very conditioned um, as perhaps people pleasers or you know, people will tell us like, oh, you're so good at this. And even though it doesn't make us really happy, we do love, as I'll say, getting those gold stars. Oh yeah. Tell me you love that I can, you know, organize this project for you. That sounds fantastic. Even though it doesn't really make me happy, I'm just doing it because that's just how I am. (laughs) That's how I was built. So that's my generator self. If you are familiar with Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies, you will not be surprised at all to hear that I am an obliger through and through. Let's move on to my profile in human design. So I am a 6'2", meaning I am a role model slash hermit. Um, Subconsciously, as a two-line, I do very much enjoy being in my own space and in my own energy. I have no problem finding a little corner or little space in public by myself, observing everything that's going on around me or getting lost in a book and just being by myself. The two line also means that I have a deep inner knowing of what's going on. I I don't really love the thought of having an inner knowing for me. It's more of a um, very deep remembering, which is kind of how I feel I'm moving through life. I am remembering these pieces of myself and it's all coming up as I go along this journey. So that is how I am subconsciously, but my conscious profile line six is called the role model which quite frankly I don't really I don't really believe is me at all (laughs) I've never considered myself a role model I've never really wanted to be a role model I am one of those people that I just like to observe everything that's going on around me so The sixth line is broken up into three parts. You have your first 20 years as this kind of experimenter, very similar to the three line where you are trying all the things and figuring out what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And then your second phase from your probably 25, 20, 25, 30 to 50, you are what they call as in the on the roof phase and you are um, observing what's going on around you you're not doing it from a place of judgment you're just really doing it as a way of okay I've tried out all of these things I know what works for me I'm getting more comfortable feeling into what this energy feels like for me and how I handle it and I'm on the roof kind of just checking out checking out what's going on, seeing what's happening. And then when you hit your 50s or your Saturn return, whenever that is, 
it's um, usually late 40s, early 50s. You become, you step into this role model situation where you're feeling really confident about your observations and what your purpose is and what you want to do moving forward. Now, I am not in that final phase. I am still technically on the roof, which is probably why I don't completely resonate with the title of role model line. Um, But I do really think that I embody that observer quality. And it's not only because of my my sixth line, but it's also from my chart in general. In my chart, I have a lot of very, not very, they're just defined centers. I have seven of nine defined centers and they're all in the lower half of my chart. And that means that I am very comfortable being in my own energy, but I have an opened head center and an open Ajna And so I can observe and understand and flow with all different kinds of perspectives from all different walks of life. And I can kind of just let that settle in my energy. I also have what is called a triple split definition. And if you're familiar with human design, that means that I have three three sets of centers that are connected, but they're not connected to each other. So it's almost like I have three voices inside of my body trying to get my attention to make decisions. So I have my emotional authority talking with my heart center. I have my throat center talking to my splenic center. And then I have my Uh, G center or identity center talking to my sacral center. And so I have all these voices going on in my head, which is interesting because you really do have to be able to sit and observe what you're feeling from all of these different centers. It does give me a terrible case of uh, FOMO a lot of times. Because uh, in the society, we're very conditioned to act immediately, you know, act with your gut instinct and everything. And I am an emotional authority. So I, to be in alignment, I have to listen to my emotions, which is a process that I'm working on greatly all the time. And my emotion, my emotional authority, it's, it's slow, it's slow to the uptake. And so I am not a good person to come to and look for an immediate answer. I need to feel it out. I think about big decisions and big purchases weeks, sometimes months in advance, trying to sort it out. Um, I have very much been known to randomly come up to my husband and say, I want this. And he's like, what? Where did that come from? And it's just because I've been rolling that through my emotions for a while. And I usually don't catch my decisions on that first cycle. Your emotions are cyclical. So when you have a decision to respond to come up, you are going to get this initial feeling of excitement or dread. And it's going to kind of rise and rise and rise until it just drops off and you're neutral about it. 
And then if you don't make a decision, you're going to go through that whole process again. And I like to ride that. I like to ride that emotional wave a lot, apparently. So it takes me a while to make decisions, which is fine. I don't really, um, I'm not really bothered by that much at all because I really identify as that observer on the roof right now in my life. That is sometimes a great thing because I can really sense and feel and I know what's going on around me, but um, it's not... It's not really super great in a crisis situation. <laughs> I would not be a really great first responder because I I will just, I, I just kind of have to sit and watch and let things flow as they will. And then, and then I'll respond. I'm great in an emergency situation because I'm very calm and I'm very grounded and I have a really good energy to keep everyone else calm and everything around me. But I'm not going to be great in, you know, a zombie apocalypse, unfortunately. That is, that is my 6-2 profile. And I just told you that I am an emotional authority, which I find to be very interesting. I don't think it's, it's not good or bad, but it's, it's a frustrating thing for me because as a generator, I have a lot of conditioning in my centers and I have a lot of um, people pleasing tendencies that I'm still really trying to move out of my system and so it's it's a process for me to figure out my emotions and I have three other emotional authorities in my household and they are probably more in tune with their emotions most of the time than I am, especially my husband. He is a manifesting generator and he is very good at listening to his intuition much better than I am in some ways, especially when it requires a quick time frame. His emotional authority, he's got that all lined up, but both of my boys are also emotional authorities. So as you could imagine, we have, um, we have some high tension times, but we're also very used to each other. So it's not so bad a lot for the majority of the time. It's not so bad, but this is something that I'm continually working on. And even though I know this about myself and I am aware of how the energy flows through my emotional center and I know which gates I have activated and all of that it's still it's still a process that I have to work on every day to make decisions from that authority and to do it while I'm responding to something that has come up in my life it's not a bad thing it's just it is what it is and I'm here for it Let's see, uh, what is the last thing I want to tell you? I want to tell you, which I have found the most interesting thing about human design for me is your conscious sun gate. So there are 
64 gates in human design and everyone has a gate that is activated when you are born on this planet and that the gate that is activated that is your conscious sun sign that is kind of like it's like your life's work what are you what are you here to do and it makes up like 70% of your personality so it's a it's a really big chunk and my my gate in my conscious sun is gate 46 which is the gate of oh gosh I can't even remember it's the gate of serendipity which is being in the right place at the right time and kind of just knowing that you're there that you are where you were supposed to be at any given moment and then letting that knowledge and that feeling and that trust that you were in the right place at the right time fill you up with delight which I I do feel I am most definitely I'm really starting to embody that I throughout my life I have had a lot of instances where I've looked back and I just thought, wow, I can't believe that I was right there in that place at that time. If I would not have, you know, been working there, I would not have met my husband. Or if I had not seen that ad at that time, I wouldn't have thought to apply for that job. Just random things like that. In that, that knowing and knowing that that is literally what I'm here for makes me feel really comfortable being um, an observer and kind of just observing the energy as it flows around me and being open to whatever may come up. It's, it's really delightful. Um, when you get into human design, you'll probably discover this huge textbook called Gene Keys by um, Richard Rudd, I believe. And this book goes through every single one of the gates in human design and it tells the the gift the gift that you're here for which for me is delightfulness it tells you the shadow that you have to be aware of which for this particular gate um mine is the shadow of seriousness which has really tripped me up over the years. I know that I take life so seriously sometimes, not because I am even aware of it, but it's it this is something that I've really had to look inside of myself and observe and try to reposition my perspective on it. And then you have the the city or the um divine energy of the gate and mine is ecstasy which is just a really fun word I just like the thought of like living an ecstatic life I just love that and so um, that is that is my human design and I was really I was kind of bummed out the first time I saw it because it did not resonate with me at all but the more that I have come back to it and contemplated it and really you know 
let that energy of each gate and profile line and, you know, being a generator work through me and flow through me. It just, it, it does feel very much me. And so I am, yeah, I'm doing this podcast because I'm, I'm ready to talk about this stuff in a really easy and delightful way for me. I, I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of um, ideas that I, I want to talk about. And now I'm just going to talk about them on this podcast with you guys or by myself. I guess we'll see what happens. But that is a little bit about who I am. If you are um, into astrology or you're into human design, or even if you've just taken Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies quiz, I would love to hear, you know, some stats on you to see if we have any overlapping energy, because I love getting other people's perspectives on, you know, what they have experienced in their life. I... I love slice of life books and podcasts and, you know, articles and blogs. I think it's fascinating people's lives experiences. And yeah, I want to, I would, I would love to know if you're willing to connect. So I think that's all I have for today. And thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. All show notes can be found at www.kristysturdivant.com. That's www.kristysturdivant.com. You can find me on Instagram at universallaws.kristysturdivant and on Facebook at Universal Laws with Christy Sturdivant. Until next time, flow with the energy. Don't fight it.